Good afternoon, everybody, and uh, welcome back to Game On Live. Um, kind of exciting time around here. Where we're starting to get get uh, professional sports back. Uh, the NWSL, the Women's Soccer League, is, is going to start on Saturday, unfortunately without our friend Carly, uh, who's uh, slightly injured and will be sitting out, out there a month-long tournament. But the biggest news of all is that baseball is coming back um, at that at the end of July, uh, Tom, uh, there was there were a lot of uh, hiccups on the on the road to getting baseball back. Uh, how did they avoid another disaster of not having the season start? Well, Rim, uh, basically the owners imposed their will. The, they were not agreeing. The players wanted more than sixty games. You know, more. They wanted their pro rate, full prorated salaries. Um, the owners were saying, well, you're, we're, we're losing 40% of our income because not having fans at game. Um, so the owners implemented, uh, you know, a plan that they had in March. The players realized basically it was this or nothing. Um, and now it's just a matter of, you know, I think 50 some, you know, major league players and staff members have tested positive, including 12 Phillies, seven players and five staff members. So they need to figure out how this is happening, why this is happening, um, and get everything together by, you know, July 23rd when though I think there'll be two games, and then July 24th everybody else plays. But yeah, it was it was basically you know it was the 11th hour, and they had they had to do it or they were going to lose the entire season. Now, uh, Drew, there's there's starting to be spikes around the the, the country with uh, with more coronavirus, particularly in in Texas and and Florida too pretty important states for major leagues or major league baseball. And, and that is that a concern, do you think, or do you think they'll be able to figure out a way through this? Tom, again, it's a, a really good question. You, you know, is it better that it's happening now instead of a month from now, or is it going to get, or is it going to be worse a month from now? And th those are the things we just don't know. And like we had talked before, and and you just said, you know, those are two pretty important states for you know for pro sports and for college sports, and it just has to. It, it's the whole thing is just you know worrisome that you know you have the you know the, the women's soccer and the NBA and the NHL kind of in a quote bubble, whereas baseball is going to try and you know take road trips and okay they'll be on buses most times instead of planes, but you know they're not doing you know a bubble thing. So you just have people all over the place. And I like the idea with, you know, playing within your, you know, geographic, you know, region, but still, you know, it's, you're just, you're just making it more difficult to play baseball than I think it would be to play, you know, basketball or hockey or, or women's soccer too, which, you know, when they went out to Utah, well, okay. okay that's, that's a pretty good idea. Yeah. Todd, uh, with, uh, with with the Phillies playing almost a complete uh, you know East Coast schedule, that that's good for traveling purposes. But these are some of the best teams in baseball, all all in the AL and NL East. So you know they'll have six games, I assume, against the Red Sox. So that's ten percent of your season against one of the better teams in in all of baseball. Plus you've got the Mets and the and the uh, the Braves and. You know they even they even struggle with the Miami and Miami teams. You know it's it, it's going to be nice that they won't be getting on very many planes, but still that kind of schedule is going to be tough for the Phils. Yeah, and it, it is nice to be talking about like actual on-field things. 
you have to worry about, like how you match up with another team. But it's to me, it just still doesn't seem real yet. Like it still seems like this is like kind of a like makeshift season almost. Like yeah, it's sixty games. Let's get some playoffs in. It really doesn't feel real. Um, maybe I'll feel differently once the games start playing. But again, there won't be any fans, and you know maybe four or five of your best players from your starting lineup might test positive the week before and be done for at least two weeks. Um, and that's not just the Phillies, that's any team. So, yeah, I, I want to watch, and I'm, I just want to watch about, you know, should we go with a double steal here or a, you know, or a double switch or whatever. But <laughs> reality is it just doesn't feel real. It doesn't feel like worrying about, you know, pitching matchups just doesn't seem like a big concern right now. It's just they're kind of like getting ready for a big tournament, and, you know, I guess you hope you win once you start playing. But right now it's just – can they get on the field in one piece, as everybody else has been saying? Well, and Tom, no, no, double, no, no double switches because uh, there's not, there's not going to be a DH. <laughs> or the, the There's going to be a DH in, in both leagues now, which is kind of bizarre. But uh, one NBA thing, we'll have to go to Tom on this, but it uh, looks like 16 NBA players tested positive. They just, uh, they just started up with that, Tom. That, that's got to be a concern. Well, that was the, exactly, Tom. This, that was the first day. That was Tuesday when I think four players from each team were p- permitted, were legally allowed to, to show up. I'm sure more, more did and go through workouts, et cetera. Um, so, yes, that's, uh, that's 16. There's going to clearly – I mean, all these sports know they're going to be positive tests, but it's just a matter of who. You know, if LeBron or, you know, if big-name guys, it happens, clearly that would have more impact than – you know, the 15th guy, man or whatever. But, yeah, everybody's supposed to report, I believe it's uh, Wednesday. So th- there, will, th- there will be more. And same as baseball. Um, you know, excuse me, uh, baseball is Wednesday. Uh, the NBA, um, I believe, is also Wednesday. So there's going to be a lot of positive tests. But like Drew said, in a way that might be not too bad because you have two weeks, as long as you can get it under control. And as, as I said earlier, figure out why they're testing positive. Are, I mean, the big concern with baseball is the families that their players are in a bubble, but it sounds like they'll be pretty much in the hotel going to the games. But at home, their families, there's no rules. The family can do whatever they want. And they if they're not safe and they come back and they get a player positive, then a player can get other players and so on. So that that's a real concern, you know, I think in terms of making this, you know, making this go forward. Uh, let's let's turn turn the sights on on the football. Uh, we're quickly coming into the, the time when uh, when training camps are supposed to start. the 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 uh, The rest of the off season schedule has been completely, you know, truncated. Where you they did OTAs all all over the uh, all over Zoom and 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 complete distance learning stuff. I don't know. I don't know how you get things, as, as Coach Peterson says, without grass time. How, how you get things settled? You have small groups playing, playing. You see Brady down down south, and I know uh, Carson Wentz has gotten together with some of some of the young guys. But uh, Drew, uh, how, how are they going to be sharp enough to play NFL quality football without actually spending enough time together to to, to get the kind of uh, reps that you need to, to look like you're you're an, an actually good team. Well, Tom, I don't think they will. I mean, there's talk now of, you know, limiting the, you know, the preseason games. Normally they play four preseason games. I've heard talk of maybe they just play two. Maybe they would just play one. 
maybe they won't play any, but you know, it's, it's going to be, you know, sloppy at the start because they, they just don't have, like you said, that grass time. And if you're, you know, if you're a rookie, I mean, is a coach going to throw you out there? I mean, I, and where you, you're trying to prove yourself. I think they're going to go with, you know, kind of what they, you know, what they already have. You know, you look at a, you know, Eagles drafted like a Jalen Hurts. I, I doubt we'll see him play, you know, unless, you know, Carson Wentz gets hurt again. I mean, for guys like, for those young guys, this is, you know, basically you're going to stand there and watch the, you know, the older guys play. And, and you've got younger players who are, who are, who are doing this, who have, you know, their careers are maybe three or four years for most of them. You know, and they, they're trying to impress people, but I'm not sure they're going to get a chance to do that. Todd, well, we've got, uh, you know, we've got all four major sports in Philadelphia. Which team do you think has the best chance to come out out firing right away? Uh, you know, which 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 of these teams, and I'm sure each of them have, have their own issues, but, uh, you know, Sixers, Flyers, Phillies, Eagles, I mean, one of those teams, which, which team is set up best to start? flat-footed like this? Probably the Eagles, I would say, because they have a lot of veteran players. And they Drew's right. They're going to be – they potentially could have a lot of young guys in the mix. Um, but the Eagles were in a pretty good spot by the end of last year. They kind of navigated through that that bad patch of the year. And by the time they got to the playoffs, they seemed to be, you know, a little bit better a team than they were earlier in the year. Uh, you know, I it's tough to say, you know, when you – the Phillies don't seem all that much improved and – I mean, a little bit with with Wheeler and the, and Zach Wheeler and Joe Girardi is managing, but they're going on a sixty game schedule. Who knows what's that going to look like? And as far as the Flyers and the Sixers, you know, they're both certainly playoff teams and contenders when the season started. But it feels like those are entirely new seasons. Like we're not even going to see the same teams we saw, the same type of teams we saw back then. So it's it's really tough to say. But I think on paper, probably the Eagles are the best the best prepared to to go from right now. But it's really tough to say because. If the Flyers or the Sixers or even the even the Phillies get hot at the right time, it's basically a get hot type of scenario right now. It's not a full grind. It's who's the it's not who's the most talented team. It's who plays the best during this limited time frame. But um, yeah, start to finish, I'd say the Eagles are probably the closest. Tom, you're uh, you're what? plugged in with the Sixers much more than than any other sport. Uh, what kind of op- an opportunity is is this? They were honestly disappointing. It, especially on the road beforehand, no more road games for the Sixers this year. You know, everything's going to be on on the same court every time. What kind of an opportunity is this for these guys? Well, yeah, no more road games, but unfortunately no more home games either. I think they're 29-2 and two at home or whatever. So they're playing all the games at one of the three courts at the Disney Complex. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think – you know, I think with them, you pretty much know, assuming Ben Simmons is healthy after, you know, he was out with the back issues and Joel Embiid can ever get into in top shape and um, be healthy in the playoffs. You know, they they're going to have to beat some really good teams, whether they finish fit fourth or fifth or sixth. They're going to have to beat really good teams in best of sevens. Their setup is they'll play eight regular season games. They can only move up because the seventh place team is more than eight games behind them in the East. So the worst they will finish is sixth. They could conceivably move up to fifth or fourth um, if they, if they, you know, do well and either the Pacers or the, or the heat slip. Uh, 
But yeah, it's going to come down. It's all about and, and Simmons and you know what kind of rotation. Um, how, how do they use Horford? All all that stuff. I mean, they're capable of making a deep run, but I, I based on the regular season and how inconsistent they were, I, I just wouldn't bet on it at this point. Now, now Drew, the, the Flyers were the hottest team in hockey in uh, in, in March, and they they were probably hurt more than any other team by by the timing of this thing going off. Can they recapture what they had back then? Yeah, Tom, I think I, I think they can. I you know, I think of the four Philadelphia teams, I think they're the ones that have the best chance because they're the most complete team. I mean, when we talked about, you know, the Phillies, even if they play well, you know, you you've got the Yankees, you've got the Red Sox, you've got the Braves, you've got the Mets. I mean, that's a that's a brutal schedule. And as Tom was saying, you don't know about, uh, you know, Joel Embiid. Would we be surprised if he came in, you know, overweight? And I, I wouldn't be. So I think the Flyers just, you know, they, they were playing great. And uh, I think as, as a whole, I mean, they, 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 would, they have the best shot. I mean, the Eagles, and now you're looking at a, a Cowboys team that's, that's, off, you know, that's awfully good, you know, in their own division. So. I would I would say the Flyers are, are, are set up the best, you know, of the four, you know, heading in and and you know we'll you know we'll see what happens. But you're right, they were playing great before this all hit, and I expect them to keep it going. Well, to, to close up here, uh, I agree. I, mean, Drew. Think, I, I think that the thing that I'm looking forward to most is come September October, there's going to be four sports all playing in, in the midst of their season, all at the same time, which is which is going to be a great situation. What, what's everybody else looking forward to most? Todd? Well, yeah, I agree. Just getting back to some sort of sports on the field and some sort of normalcy. Um, that's That obviously is a big thing. And, and you know, I you know if there are four teams playing, four, four sports playing in the fall, it's going to be a lot of uh, interest to flip back and forth, decide what to watch. But, uh, you know, like I say, it feels kind of like a, a big tournament almost rather than a season. And that's kind of exciting in its own way, right? So it could be a lot of drama once this thing starts kicking off. Uh, Tom, what are you looking at, looking forward to? I, yeah, I, I think that, I think what Drew said earlier, I, I, I really think the Flyers have a chance in, you know, they're, they're playing a, a mini, a round robin tournament with the three top teams. They're fourth in the East. A goalie gets hot, and, and then you have some best of seven, you know, best of seven series. Again, no home, home ice advantage, but they had won nine in a row before the before the break, and then I guess they lost to the Bruins, and they went into the break. But you know, they had their fairly veteran team, um, terrific coach in Elaine Vigneault, and uh, I think the Flyers. I, I think I'm re- I'm really looking forward to seeing what happens with the Flyers. They could lose in the first round. But they could also make a nice deep run. It's wide open, especially in the East. All right, Drew, you you get to finish up our, our show today. Okay, um, Tom. I I mean, you know, hopefully this all works out and this it, this it all can happen. But you know, you're going to have this smorgasbord of sports with you know the four majors and then you know all the you know the golf tournaments and and the big horse race, big horse races. And if you're into tennis, you're going to get you're going to get some of that back. And then the the what the, another cool thing about it is, you know, you know, once, you know, basketball and hockey are over, they're not taking much time off before they start again to get it going again. So they'll be going and we'll, we still have the NFL 
And then we're going to, you know, hopefully college basketball will be kicking in and then we'll be looking forward to March Madness. As a sports fan, if, you know, your fingers crossed and toes crossed, if somehow this can all be pulled off, I mean, it's going to be a lot of fun to, you know, to, to sit down every day and, and, and you have to decide what you're going to watch because you're going to have a lot of choice. All right. Uh, well, thank everybody for, uh, for being around. Uh, we'll see us again next week. And since July 4th comes on a Friday, we're going to go on Thursday. We'll see you around 1 o'clock. Thanks for watching Game On Live, and we'll see you soon.